This is Baseline, a podcast about baseball by people who know nothing about baseball. I'm Kyle. And I'm Andrew, and we know nothing about baseball. And you're sore? I'm sore. Okay, why? I did an exercise. What? Don't know. Why would you ever? <laughs> but I do I do need to know. Like, I was sore a couple weeks ago because I went and did mm. uh, kickball, which is baseball adjacent, so I feel like it has... A place here in the actual show proper. Right. We mentioned it on the uh, on the program. Yeah, um, but why are you sore with an exercise? Happening? I did some um, high intensity interval training. Hit, hit. Uh, which apparently involves, which is kind of a baseball term. I guess you did get a hit. Hit, I did. Um, and it basically one of the you know things involves you holding a dumbbell over your head and then sort of bending from side to side and uh that hurts some muscles that you don't typically use because i don't i don't do Mm. that motion in my daily life very often (laughs) yeah working that core yeah right well uh, you know i'm trying to be healthy mm, mm, healthy uh trying to get there it's gonna be a long journey boy yeah real long uh i i am in the same boat right now uh also welcome welcome to the boat yeah, the boat the boat isn't great. It hasn't left the dock yet, to be honest. It's still kind of parked <laughs> we're, here. We're still deciding whether we want to. We're looking <laughs> yeah. at the ropes going, Should do we want to cast off? <laughs> I'm kind of happy here, like where we are. Yeah. You know, there's Wi-Fi here. I mean, they're selling tickets. They're, they're definitely like people are on the boat, but it hasn't left yet. And um, very expensive tickets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I, I'm looking for the motivation. Baseball, watching baseball does not give me the motivation to mm. work out or get fit or anything like that. Because very famously, I think, baseballers, if you would, are out of shape. The ba- the baseballmen. Yeah. They are just not in shape at all. They also famously did lots of drugs and yeah. uh, are just sort of... Baseball, not a sport that requires... A whole lot of physical prowess. It's not like football. No. You know, because you aren't doing that much running. Like, you or, run a bit. Or conditioning, if you would. Right. It's, it's a lot of, like, hand-eye coordination. I'm going to guess the thing that people work on the most is, you know, pitchers with their throwing arm. Sure. Yes. That's really the only thing. Or, you know, maybe batters, I guess, because you got to whack the ball real good, but... Uh, but even then, you got you got steroids. Yeah. And it helps right. a bit. <laughs> So indeed, I mean, it did. It did for for a time, and it, maybe it still does mm-hmm. to to the league's detriment. But yeah, um, I think I think in general, though, good on you, getting. Well, thank you. Um, who? So, oh boy, that that is definitely not how I wanted to to enter the show uh, because we did have a great quote uh, to to lead in. I think I'll just yeah. probably put that at the top of the show. You know, uh, right. sort of cold open style, mm-hmm. but. Uh, if you heard it, I, I did make the edit. If you didn't hear it, well, here it comes. It was funnier in our heads. <laughs> it, it probably was. Uh, I still have this giant flip-flop on my screen, and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> it's still here. I, it actually I, I burned. the tab. It's still here. It burned <laughs> it. Send help. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. You were um, banned from the server. I feel like I should be at this point. This This needs to be banned from Twitter. It's uh, it's bad. It's, it's so, it's so I, it is so bad. I, how many did that had to have gone through at least one layer of approval that someone designed it and then someone else thought, yeah, it looks good. 
Ship it. I, send it. it Full send. Is, <laughs> Tweet it now. Tweet it now. This is 100% done on purpose. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's absolutely done on purpose. There's someone in the office just going, eh? With his eyebrow. Eh? 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 This is a good idea, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if we make it pink? Yeah. I mean, it's certainly a way to get attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 My suggestion for motivation is to just go to your doctor, because they'll probably give you lots of bad news that will make you go, ooh. Uh, the kind of knee-jerky, reactionary mm-hmm. type. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. We're like, hey, you're doing uh, not great. You should do better. Otherwise, you might keel over. I don't really like the, the doctor. Uh, I don't really like the fork in the road here of a doctor telling me, well, you have two options, sir. You may, you may either uh, continue to, to be in our stay and, uh, and, and or just keel over. Or Those are the uh, only two choices. Please press one of these buttons now. <laughs> grab a dumbbell and uh, uh, really do the weird thing with just it. Just grab It'll a dumbbell fine. on your way out. Yep. We <laughs> take it with everyone you. gets a dumbbell. Yeah. But anyway, I mean that's what got me motivated is like, oh sure. I actually should care about this. Before well, and, it, and whatever works. I mean, honestly, yeah. like like I was saying, baseball isn't a motivator for me, even though I'm like watching people sort of do do the thing. It's more like entertainment. But working out to me doesn't seem like entertainment. Like it, it working it just, out just mm. Oh, it is absolutely not entertainment. I hate every moment of it, but but that's uh, everyone else hates it too. That's what you got to keep telling yourself. Ah, see, that's the thing. I don't I don't think they do. And I, oh, I like envy I, people. So this is the thing is the people who do enjoy working out, first of all, are weird um, and bad. And secondly, they are a very small percentage of the actual like set of people who are working out. And by far, the majority do not. No one wants to exercise. We'd much rather just sit on the couch and watch the television. Yes. Yes. We do it because we have to, not because we want to. I, there's yeah. probably three, you know, it's those people that are on those bodybuilder magazines that you look at them and you're like, is that a person? Those are the people that enjoy exercising, but. Uh, yes, but they treat exercising like a sport, which in itself is sort of like, how do I beat it? Like, how do I, how do I turn it into the thing where like I get super jacked on as, as much like. I don't know, like investment, like time investment versus the output versus, mm. you know, how jacked I look. Well, I got to tell the, you the from my bodybuilder part, from my like three constant days of Google searching all of this, mm. um, there are about 800 different ways to do it. And whichever way you're doing it is wrong. And there's a better got way. It. Right. Right. There's a lot of people who like did one thing and it worked for them. So they've now proclaimed that that is the way, you know, Ugh registered trademark and that if you do it any other way you're doing it wrong like i kept running into things it's like do cardio don't do cardio do a little bit of cardio and it's like okay i'm pretty sure that no one actually knows what they're talking about here so yeah you know that's i the the paralysis of uh decision making is definitely something that impacts my ability to to get out and do it i yeah i can see how though like there's that point at which I did at one point just start and and I did it and I either walked or run or biked or whatever mm-hmm. and then it's always the there is something that takes me off of the train mm. uh, yeah I get that too uh, be it like a vacation or 
I don't know, just like I, I stopped doing it or there's no mm. social accountability and yeah. no one else I know is doing it. And so like, I, <laughs> I just don't, no one else has bought in uh, mm-hmm. as much as I am. Fair. You know, that's, right. that's, that's only fair. But then I just get off of it and then I don't exercise for three and a half years. And that's, that's Oops. where I am today. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like riding my bike because um, you can do it outside. There's nice scenery. It's not quite warm enough to do it here yet, but uh, it's getting mm. there. Also, my bike yeah. is at the shop at the moment to get tuned up. But yeah, I know it's it's the it's really tempting to go and do something like um like kickboxing or like Orange Theory or one of those um like group fitness things classes where there's a personal instructor because then you don't have to think about what to do; they just tell you what to do. But it's mm-hmm. also very expensive, and that's the other problem. Is it's like, I, I I want it to be simple and also not expensive, uh, and those two things are mutually exclusive. It seems. Yeah, I I mean I've tried also like apps, right? Like o- opening an app and yeah. utilizing. Uh, I got some, some sort of regimen in there, and like, hey, mm-hmm. join our you know pro plan for forty nine dollars a year, and we'll give you access to blah 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 and then we'll track it and then i do do the fitness test i do the fitness test part of it and i'm like holy smokes no way like either one i overexerted myself and did not give a good baseline for this app to know whether or not i'm out of actually out of shape because i feel like i overdid it right like i pushed myself way too hard and didn't didn't give myself room for improvement um Mm -hmm. because the the next exercise I do is going to be harder than that. No, no way. I'm out. I pull the ripcord. That that's the point I get to in those fitness apps after yeah. I'm already bought in where I'm like, no, after the fitness test, that's it. I can't, I can't after that. And so having someone else like a real human being say, eh, I listen, I get a general, I see that I, I see the, the baseball chunky bits and right. like, I get it. And so here's the plan. Here's an actual plan that'll work for you. And um, and I'll push you to the finish line or I'll I'll give you a plan that is easier on Tuesdays and harder on Thursdays or whatever. That's, yeah, I need need that sort of thing or I need some sort of social accountability for it. Yeah, I I think I need both. Um, One of the Mm. things that's got me in the past is setting unreasonable goals and then getting disappointed when I don't meet them. Because it was going to be like, I'm going to ride my bike every day. And that's not really feasible, nor is it really wise because you're supposed to have rest days. Um, So then I wouldn't ride my bike every day. And then I would get disappointed and be like, what's the point? You know, I (laughs) can't even do this. Gosh, I I forgot to turn on Strava halfway through my ride. Yeah. That's me. That's that's the that's my yeah back of my head sort of situation. You know, it's fine. You got to let yourself... This is the thing is that, you know, very few people are not, you know, very few people know what they're doing, I guess. So you're not alone. Well, <laughs> welcome to planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. Very few people know what they're doing. Should should definitely be on sort of the like the placard as you're walking through getting your stamp on your alien passport. Right. We have no idea what we're doing. Humans. LOL IDK. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Um, also follow me on Snapchat, like, and subscribe, right? Thank smash you. that like button, fam. <laughs> um, 
I, uh, you mentioned, you know, that the, it, the workout apps would try to progressively step you up. I actually, a couple years ago, I was doing the seven minute workouts, um, mm. which are a good thing to try. Um, and if, if you're on the Apple ecosystem, the iOS ecosystem, you can get the carrot app, which instead of being encouraging, uh, berates you instead and threatens to zap you because it's a uh, malevolent supercomputer, which is kind of an amusing conceit. Um, <laughs> but I was getting to the point with that where I was actually um, extending the length of time that it was having me do each step for because I was um, capable of doing that. So that was... I've made progress in the past, you know? Mm-hmm. So probably I can do it again. I think that's... Yeah, that's fair. And and I more power to you on that. Obviously, I I would do... I would do what I could. So you're ordering a bike right now, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually right. It's if we were actually on video, I I would have one. You would see like behind me, my mm. my bike is just sort of like it's, it's sitting here. It it's a bit dusty. <laughs> it's not. I mean the 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 it is kind of dusty. The tires are flat. Uh, the uh, the water bottle's still stuck in there. I don't know what's growing in there. I'm ew. I'm actually. Not, uh, I'm not excited to open it up and and, and look because it because it has been quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it's a it's one of those where like I need just someone to to maybe push me. I do a really good job, and I've always been a procrastinator, but I do a really good Ooh. job at like eleventh hour something. You know, I need I need you know, this. I would be the number one procrastinator, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yep, that's me. I, yep. I feel I feel like that's definitely right. me. Like I could do it. Like don't make me prove myself. I will do it. I still need to go to AAA and get my registration sticker for my car because it's expired. And mm. I drove. I literally drove by it on my way home today <laughs> and said, mm, "Not tomorrow. Tomorrow sounds good. Yeah, let's do that." Yeah, I definitely have some to doist tasks on my to do list that have been getting pushed back a day for the past three months. <laughs> hmm Yep. Yep. Like, nah, that's not important right now. I'll do that some other time. That's that, uh, like, you're running out of space on your iOS device. Would you like to to pur- purchase uh, whatever the, the iCloud storage stuff? Nah, ignore. Yeah. And you just ign- you ignore into infinity. Right. Hey, this is a show about baseball, a podcast about baseball, by people who like to talk about things that are other than baseball, honestly, hey. at this point, um, which, depending on how much you've heard of mm-hmm. this conversation, that was as much as I decided to keep. Right. Maybe you heard nothing, in which case you're going to be very confused. It, indeed. Indeed. I will definitely keep the conversation about this this uh, Twitter page here. I just can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle, guess what time it is. Tool time. Uh no. Do, 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 do. It's the wrong sh- it's the wrong show. Yeah, sorry. No, that's that's not correct. <laughs> it is in fact. And I'm proud to announce this. It's big ball chunky time. Yeah, it's big ball chunky time. I feel like this has grown out of the big ball chunky time. It's it's not in the sphere of baseball people anymore. It's actually in the regular Twitter sphere. Um I don't know where I saw this. I shared it with you, and then Chris shared it with me, and then yeah. I, you know, reposted it to to baseline. It's 
It is a photograph of a Korean baseball, like Major League Baseball uh, store, it mm-hmm. looks like. And their catchphrase was, as you described it, it's Big Ball Chunky Time. Yeah. Credit to Jason Kobler on Twitter for taking this photo and tweeting it. Yes. I'm a fan. I, I, it's another. I am too. It's Big Ball Chunky Time. Everyone's saying that it's Big Ball Chunky Time. Finally, people have been wondering, when is Big Ball Chunky Time? And the answer is, it's right now. It's now. Yeah. Uh, if we, if we could get Vin Scully to come out of retirement and just say, it's time for Big Ball Chunky Time. <laughs> That's all I would need. Like, I would not need to exercise. I could just actually go and and go six feet under. Like, things would be fine. I wouldn't need it anymore. Yeah. Right. That'd be, that'd be it. That'd be all you yeah. needed. Yeah. It's Big Ball Chunky Time. So, you know, I, I suggest that you, you celebrate Big Ball Chunky Time, you know, in the traditional way. Um, you know, lots of baseball shaped cakes, um, you know, gathering around the baseball diamond, um, with family, um, you know, it's important to really think about, you know, what makes big ball chunky time, what it is, you know, it's become so commercialized. (laughs) You really just want to go back to the roots of big ball chunky time and and really those three elements big ball chunky and and, and you know, time and, and how to incorporate those you yeah know, spend some time with your family uh around the big ball that's that's my advice to everyone so anyway have you know have a blessed big ball chunky time yeah 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 agreed uh th- thoroughly <laughs> we wish agreed. you and yours uh, a blessed chunky time <laughs> uh i had actually as a uh bit of follow-up here i did have some uh some good big ball checking time Mm. uh with the reds at dodgers game on of all things pi day um the reds and dodgers were playing a regular old sort of spring training game and right of the games that are available just a normal ball chunky time a a normal yeah a, a, a normal amount of chunk in the in the ball time uh, they played a, a regular game. It's going to be that game. kind of episode, folks. Buckle yep. up. And uh, they, the the strange part, and I thought this was just sort of an oversight right when I tuned in, there was only one available television stream for this. It was MLB.com or MLB.tv or some, mm-hmm. something like that. This is also, I, I should say, I was watching on MLB.tv, so I wasn't right. watching through, you know, uh, local Dodger stuff or listening on the radio or anything. Um, and tuning in, uh, they had sort of like your regular run-of-the-mill television broadcast camera views. It wasn't like I was watching from someone's iPhone, but the conceit right. here is that <laughs> it's just a guy with a gorilla pod and he's periscope scre- streaming the whole thing. <laughs> could have been. Hey, what because... up, guys? Uh, we out here at the stadium. No, no, no. I did, see, it didn't even have that. It was just crowd noise. Reds at Dodgers, only crowd noise. That is kind of bizarre, and I almost wonder if it was accidental. Like, that, you know, there was a guy in the sound booth and he just never unmuted the announcers. Sure. Uh, if that's the case, it happened for nine innings. And when when in which do you 
think like, oh, okay, well, we went two innings without having any announcers. Should we just right. not? Do we do we just leave it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and and there was actually this, there was no other branding. It's not like it was like Fox Sports, MLB, right? You know? But it's it's weird. It's like watching C-SPAN, you know, instead of watching like news coverage of things that happen in Congress. <laughs> it's just like the raw thing, and you're like, boy, this is really weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, raw, unedited. It's like tuning in to a uh, city council meeting. Mm. Where people are talking, and you know, you're you're just sort of like in the crowd, or like watching a a trial order. It's it's very strange, but they used to do this a lot, and I don't know if this was something that early MLB.TV subscriptions were trying to look into and and see whether it was viable or not. Mm. But during the regular baseball season. They used to have different camera views that you could tune into on MLB.TV. And maybe this still exists. And maybe I just have not seen it in the last couple of years. I know that other streaming services for other sports have that kind of thing, too, where you can you can get like just the feet of the game and like the coaches or whatever. And, you know, the on field audio and you don't get any commentation at all. Yeah. And commentation uh, commentary. Mm, commentation. <laughs> you you um you get <laughs> many commentations on your big ball chunky time. <laughs> you you sort of get like um a more in-person vibe to it. And especially mm-hmm. if you can change the camera view. Like this right. was a very strange circumstance where you got the definite, you know, regular TV view. Right, like clearly someone's in the booth switching the cameras. And directing it and like, yeah, well, like, where, where's the announcers? <laughs> super strange. Super, super strange. Did they just, were they on strike? Did they have the day off? I don't know. Like, I, this would never happen with the Giants. That's the thing. Maybe they did have the, maybe they did have the holiday off. Maybe. Yeah, it could, for Pi Day. Uh, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Big ball chunky time. Day. Right. Yeah, I, so this, I'll, I'm going to make this available in the show notes. It's just, a, a, I may go over my bandwidth cap actually after like two downloads, but <laughs> point is, uh, this is the Reds at Dodgers crowd noise from that game. Uh, it's about three hours, I think, or two. Yeah, you sent this to me and I, I honestly was not quite sure what to do with it. <laughs> um, well, we can put it, we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. It, we'll just release it as an extra inning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would, would you like... Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this game without the express written consent of Major League Baseball, except for the fact that there is no commentation of this. Right. <clears throat> I said commentation of this game. Um, <laughs> it's you're feeding into into me now. It's <clears throat> very strange. Uh, I'll make it available. You can download it if you want. I would recommend like using it as like a I don't know, like a sleep aid or like, a you know, just like a white noise machine. Yeah. In those apps that make noise that make like, um, like coffee shop noise and like fire yeah. crackling. You yeah. could insert this in there too. Just have like baseball game ambiance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sound of people, uh, throwing peanut shells on the floor and, you know, um, slurping beer, spilling beer. Um, the sound of someone's popcorn getting knocked over. Sure. Yep. Right. I mean, there's definitely like folks' voices in here screaming right. things, which yeah. is which is interesting. So maybe I any any re-download of of this transmission as it stands for Major League Baseball is probably prohibited. 
so I probably won't make it available. I shouldn't make it available, express, except for like the uh, personal use. So if you'd like to, please do get in touch. I'm I'm happy to um, maybe just live stream it over Twitch uh, or <laughs> uh, you know over Discord. You can join a voice call and we'll just play it in the background. It right. may be a great way for us to just sort of have like a you know, throughout the the whole of this podcast, just have kind of crowd noise in the background. That's true. <laughs> Give it, it a very we, we would sound vibe. more like we're announcers then if you kind of fade it into the background. If you can sort of spatialize it and put it sort of away from where our voices sound, that way it sounds like we're way up in the booth. Sure, yeah. Uh, or we're just, we're, it's like you and I are having a conversation sitting next yeah. to each other at a, right. at a baseball game. Uh, past the peanuts mm. i didn't get any this time do you want to do you want a beer i'm gonna go get six i mm. so <laughs> for mm-hmm. just for yourself <laughs> just yeah yep all right because by the by the seventh inning they shut down and i can't get any more so can you get me one of those new ice creams that chunky time yes the 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 actual do you want the one shaped like the baseball i want the big one the big, the big <laughs> mm, okay all right not the not the small not the medium either good just humor I was proud to yeah. introduce the Big Ball Chunky Time. That does sound, it, or it sounds like a Dippin' Dots flavor or mm, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like a Cold yep. Stone flavor, seasonal Cold Stone flavor for baseball season. Mm-hmm. I do have a, another bit of follow-up here. Uh, mm. t- uh, to be honest, I'm just going through our Discord messages back and forth. But uh, <laughs> back on March 17th, it was St. Patrick's Day. It was. Uh, which was yesterday. And baseball did a thing that they typically do. Well, now the illusion's broken. What? Because <laughs> we released really, what? They'll know it's not topical. <laughs> true. That's true. I was actually thinking about that because we're 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 going out and putting these out like a week and a half after we record them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're no longer going to be topical. We should probably like not record one week and maybe this we is should. the week not to. Yeah. Um, and get back onto like actual baseball news. Maybe this is the week to do that and we'll just make this a special episode. But that could work. Yeah. It's um, good to have an episode in the can. It it is. Although we also need to record the extra innings and those could go in whenever. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So when we mm 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 you got the you got the gears turning now. now I do. Now I'm like I have thinking a nefarious plan. I have I <clears throat> I have no idea what I'm doing. We've established that. <laughs> Step one, make a baseball c- podcast. Step two, five question marks. Step three, rule the world. Profit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to get back to March 17th then. Uh, the Reds were wearing a bright green uniform. Yes, I tuned into this game, and I thought I tuned into an athletics game at first. I was like, what the heck is going on? And then I was like, oh, they have the C. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have the sort of classical C that they're using this season because it's their anniversary season. But yeah, it was bright green. And I was like, boy, that's something. And boy, does it look wrong on them. <laughs> it's well, just not right. Imagine imagine if you were colorblind, you probably wouldn't know the difference. That's uh, true. Except for maybe like the shades are a brightness, little bit different. But yeah, yeah brightness. Yeah. Um, I... It's it's something that teams typically do during the season for right. special you know special events or they're doing like a some sort of heritage night or something like that they'll mm. um 
they'll write los los uh, gigantes over the the chest, you know, to do like uh, different different heritage nights and things like that, uh, featuring different languages a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is typically just a yeah, it's just a well they do no they definitely do that, mm-hmm. um, but it's just a color for this this one, and they do right. hats I guess too, which is all right. Yeah, because the it was um, which was it Dodgers or were, no? I think the one that I was watching was Reds and the Indians because they I remember they had the C. Mm-hmm. They had a cap. They were wearing like normal uniforms, but their caps were green and white. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, the Marlins and the Cardinals were the same way. So the Cardinals were wearing green, and then the Marlins were wearing their regular jerseys, but like with the white white cap and the green bill. Uh, there must be some sort of coordination going on then. Yeah, well, and the strange part was that the Marlins and the Cardinals were, they share a stadium, and also the Reds and the Indians share a stadium. So I don't know mm. if there was some sort of, like, teams who share stadiums play each other day uh, yeah, in, the, in both the Grapefruit and the Cactus League. but Makes it simple for, you know, both of them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe it's just about, like, being able to see them on TV or... Right. Something I don't know. I don't know what the actual reason for that stuff was, but the uh, the umpires were, I think, the other interesting part because they were also wearing white caps with green bills, mm-hmm. and classically, umpires will wear like a hat that just has the MLB logo on the front. Um, and this time it was green. <laughs> it was kind of I don't know. It was very distracting. I think. Yeah, it's very. It, everything is green. I bet they were serving green beer, too. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. Part of the... uh, I Actually, speaking of beer, I had my first Guinness yesterday. Mm. I I had never had one before, a uh, dry Irish stout. I don't think I have ever had Guinness. Mm. Hmm. You... Knowing very little about your beer preferences, but Mm. knowing some of the beers that you have had in the past, I think you would enjoy it. Interesting. Um... I don't typically think of myself as a stouts person, but there are definitely Me either. There are definitely beers that I dislike more than stouts. So you know, I, I can handle a stout. It's just not what I would naturally go for. <laughs> listen, listen, I can handle a stout. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> um, no, th- th- this this stout in particular is very good, and it doesn't taste like a stout. If you, huh? That, that's weird because it's the quintessential stout. <laughs> oh no, it's not. I absolutely oh. not. It what? is it is way more balanced. I feel like if you look up stout a, in the dictionary, it's like, oh Guinness. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Not the not the one I had. It's boy, I it, it's I'm gonna ding myself. Well, what? I think you'd be surprised. I was the same way. I was like, okay, well The good news is you're fired. <laughs> you're not you're not fired from from uh, uh trying a beer that you've never had. I mean, it can't hold that against you. I feel like folks on Untapped were jumping on me for not being not having it, you know, previously. But oh, really? Nah. That's, you know, whatever. There's lots that's, of that's what, popular beers out there that aren't that good. Fair. And, and you should not feel bad about not having them. Like, if someone was like, you've never had Miller Lite, I think you'd be within your right to say, no. No, I, I drink good <laughs> beers. I'm I'm in in uh, MGD sixty four kind of guy, so mm. no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, uh, it's beer, chunky time. 
Have we hit all the verticals yet? I think we did hit all the verticals. There was one remaining vertical of the, like, uh, rule changes that were sort of semi-announced. Yeah, this was this was odd. There it's... was a lot of, of hubbub, I guess, yeah. over this. And a lot of baseball writing over the last week or so has been about, like, oh, here's how Jeff Samarja feels about rule changes and what he thinks baseball should actually do like every team probably had a field day based on some single quote that a player gave based on major league baseball's announcement that we would love to implement some new rule changes here. Right. Here's what we'd like to do in 2020. There was plenty of room for every team to make hay of how the game could be changed to favor them in slight ways, basically. Yeah. And, and I think more specifically, on on the Jeff Samarja thing, who is a pitcher for your San Francisco Giants, mine, I guess. Mm. Um, he was impacted by this particular thing um, because it happened to him in a game, and they decided to like try out this this rule during a game. <laughs> Surprise! New rule is in effect. Yeah, um, it's a bit it's a bit like Calvin Ball, where you just make up a rule on the spot and be like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it 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 does definitely feel like you just took your very haphazard implementation. Yeah, I mean it's at that point you realize, "Oh my gosh, this game really doesn't count." Like we're we're all here to just sort of like practice. Like I'm surprised at at that point there aren't teams out there like doing, I don't know, shirts versus skins or like <laughs> you you wear the the poncho because uh, you're on the other team now or like right. teams playing themselves or but I mean I know that that happens but um all right we're playing this one no gloves let's go <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> we're gonna use uh balls that are six times the size now it's a real chunky ball big ball uh, that we're gonna be playing with it's big ball chunky time <laughs> it's the eighth inning and and uh, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, now now the uh it's the eighth the, inning. That means it's time for multi ball. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna do two batters, one on each side. Five five pitchers come out. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's how we keep it fresh. That's what Jeff Samarja probably felt like mm. in this game because they were, I believe, in either like the ninth or tenth inning. They were getting towards the end of the game or the right. eighth. I don't remember where it was. Towards the end of the game somewhere. I believe this was the middle of the ninth inning i think yeah it it was strange the game was tied and so what they decided to do was put a player put a runner on second when the inning started just automatically just automatic it's just like the first so that, person on the lineup is like ah, just get yourself to second base yeah so then the pitcher is probably going like what is this guy doing like it's that, Without knowledge of the rule change, it just looks like straight up cheating. It's like you can't we you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. just walk to second base. No. <laughs> looking at the umpires like, can he do what? <laughs> like, well, I'm just gonna run the home plate then. The whole reason that they wanted to do this was so that, you know, they will have a runner in scoring position and the late innings of a game or the extra innings of a game won't go into perpetuity. You know, it's right. it's pretty difficult to get a player onto second base so that they will get in what's called scoring position. But now if you just automatically add them at the beginning of 
of the thing, there is a, a, a bigger chance, a greater chance that they will get home and score um, mm-hmm. on the first hit, probably too, depending on, you know, if they're running on, you know, first crack of the bat. It, I see what they're trying to accomplish. I think this is a very poor venue for trying this stuff out. It's like user yeah. testing in your actual app right? and like trying to say like, well, no, like when Facebook AB tests different features and different, you know, like tabs at the bottom and new icons and things like that. It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm getting the suboptimal experience just so you can like figure this out. Right. Just so you can see precisely how annoyed I get and then dial it back appropriately. (laughs) How many articles are going to be written about this when we roll it out? Could you please not annoy me at all? Like that's my preference. (laughs) Or try it out in a vacuum somewhere. Right. Like, have have baseball writers have players hear about the rule and like decide i don't know collectively like mm-hmm. it does feel like the democratic process for rule changes would be great in this because you get new folks coming into the game all the time what do the players want what do the umpires want what do the people watching the game want Let's get a poll first so that we know whether or not this is going, how it'll be received. And then maybe we just make the executive decision to go try it out and see how it goes. I, I don't I don't know if I'm looking for like a centrist view on baseball politics, but I, uh, maybe that's kind of where I'm going with this. But Jeff Samarja specifically felt like this is bad. Like, are we seriously doing this right now? And why why is this happening? And in a subsequent interview, he basically just said, like, can't we just get rid of extra innings and go with ties? And there was a, like, deep, deep statistics article that I found, and I'll try and find a way to put this in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But they went through and took that idea of, okay, let's say Major League Baseball in 2018 instituted ties so that at the end of the ninth inning, if the team was tied, this is what the point structure would be like. They would take the points that they kind of do with um, the Premier League in soccer in uh, Mm -hmm. the UK and mold that into a program for baseball. And you get three points for a win or whatever. Um, Well, one, what is it? One point for a loss, no points for a loss, and then something like that. One point for a tie, both points go to one team. I, I don't know how it works. Either way, they broke it down and looked at the standings for the teams and how they would have changed in 2018. And I think the American league stayed the same, but the national league had sort of different wild card teams uh, rank differently. And so it would have made teams that are a little bit more competitive play each other uh, in the stretch, like way, way when they're trying to figure out who should be the wild card winner at the end of of um, the season? That would have been a, probably a better game uh, instead of the one that that came of it. But right, um, it didn't really change the the statistics that much. So all of the extra innings, all of the uh, you know extra work that players put in trying to alleviate the pressure that the rotation, uh, which is all the pitchers on a staff are going to feel the next day. A manager is like trying to balance like, okay, well this game we're, we're at the 10th inning now, which is one more than a normal game. We're in the 10th inning. This could go 16, 18, 
22 innings. I don't know how long it's going to take. How should I structure this so that, one, my pitchers don't get too tired, and two, I don't hurt anybody so that tomorrow we can play again? Because right. baseball is kind of like, it's the long con. It, you got to continually, uh, I don't know, subject your players to this. It's a grind. It is a grind. It's absolutely a grind. And so, anyway, the point of this whole article and the point of this kind of rule change um, was to decide if that's a way that they can shorten games so that those types of changes uh, or those types of decisions by the manager don't have to be made as often, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you're getting weird things like a third baseman pitching um, in, in the... 18th inning because they've run out of pitchers and they're <laughs> they're just looking for someone who can throw the ball into the strike zone. Uh it gets really it gets really squirrely. But I do have uh this USA Today article that points out some of the MLB new rule changes um that I guess they're looking to implement uh in 2020, some of them at least. And maybe we could go through some of these rule changes just line by line and, and see what you think about them. All right. I'm prepared to rule. Okay. All right. Being a longtime baseball fan, I am, um, I, it's difficult to divorce myself from how baseball has always been. So like when you say things like, uh, I don't know, instant replay, like it, it probably took me a little while to come around to that because I'm just used to, there's no instant replay. Like, why would I want that? It's going to slow down the game even more, and it definitely has. Um, they're getting much better at it, mm. but, the, you know, it wasn't something that I expected to really improve the game at all, and, and you could probably argue that it hasn't. But, all right, I'm going to give you the first one. Mm-hmm. Pitchers will be required to face a minimum of three batters in a game beginning in 2020. Right, so this is... Uh, this article does mention that, like... Um there's some practice, I guess, of like you put someone in for like the final out to pitch that mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and there's also the, I don't I forget the acronym for it, but you basically like there's a left-hander in your rotation that when a left-handed batter comes up to bat, mm-hmm. you put that left-hander in for just that batter and then you take them out mm-hmm. because they're a, they're a lefty specialty and they're just supposed to get that person out and that's it. Interesting. So this says that you have to face at least three batters. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it it makes sense. I I don't quite understand the purpose of the one-out reliever, as they call it. That, Mm -hmm. I don't know, what the heck that's... uh, Seems like shuffling people around for maybe only minimal benefit, which takes time, so... Mm -hmm. Well, and it's it's almost like they probably know that the benefit is statistically significant, so they're going to get like an 8% better chance of getting the left-hander out if they put a left-hander in. Mm-hmm. Um I I mean they're at that point you're kind of the the point of the statistic of putting in a left-hander versus a left-hander is likely negated by the tradition of doing that, right? And right. so they're they're this particular player may actually have worse statistics against this person. And now you're just sort of like, Oh, there's a lefty coming up. I'm going to put a lefty in. It's probably, I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, but the idea of lefty versus lefty is just usually for one out or it, it, 
rarely is it like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Javier Lopez in for a little while so that he'll be able to get two players out or whatever. Um, it's all he's doing is he's going in there for that one person. Um, I'll move on to the next one then. There will be a single July 31st trade deadline starting this season with teams prohibited from making any type of trade after that date. So are there multiple opportunities for trading? You know, yeah, previously there it, have been. I'm a little... Could you go real late? Because July 31st already seems pretty late. July 31st is typically the trade deadline as you'll hear it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. the trade deadline's coming up. Um but there are kind of all these clauses, so far as I know, and I, I'm not necessarily up on baseball trade nomenclature or understanding like arbitration and like all these other contract things. Uh, let me just consult the official rules of baseball here. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know all of them, but I do hear the July 31st trade deadline mentioned a lot. And mm-hmm. then there are still roster moves being made after that deadline, whether it's like to trade folks who only had minor league contracts with other teams and then bringing them up or someone who decided like, I I don't want to be with a team or I'm going to leave my team for a week and then join the Dodgers after that. Like, I don't, I don't hmm. know what so other kinds of moves can happen kind of loopholes. the 31st. It does seem like there are the, either some loopholes or there's some sort of like, um, I don't know like rule uh, massaging to get folks around the the deadline. Um, mm. There still really isn't a whole lot of movement prior to the deadline anyway, but you will see some, some pretty major changes, like either the 30th or the 31st. Um, and this season looks like it'll be no movement after that date, so I'm, I'm curious to know how that happens. Mm. It's, that's more of like the business yeah. of baseball. I feel like a casual fan doesn't really need to care at all right. about that happening. But uh, the next one says, mound visits will be reduced to reduced from six to five during games beginning this year and perhaps reduced to four visits in 2020. So mound visit is, is that when the manager goes out to, I'm trying to remember. Yes, so a mound, a mound visit is typically when the the manager goes out and changes uh, folks on either, you know, like you can do what's called a double switch and, and move people around so you can change players, or going out to the mound is usually to change the pitcher. Right. Um, so this just seems like another another effort to reduce wasted time, as it were, time spent not actually playing the game, because every time they do a mound visit, it takes presumably some minutes yes well and there's also i guess i don't know when this rule changed but maybe four or five years ago a manager can visit you once to talk to you uh at the mound about how you should approach the hitter or whatever something you're doing wrong really need you to throw the ball correctly this time (laughs) yes please would you throw it throw it towards the batter <laughs> yeah, so you can go and visit once, but the second time you visit, as soon as you cross the the threshold of the baseline to go mm. mm-hmm, into the field, that is when you actually have to change the pitcher. Mm. Um, and so the second visit is is the one you have to right. to change. So reducing it to four visits, I don't know if that's gonna. I mean, it doesn't mean that you ha- you can't change the pitcher. That sounds like that's going to get some pushback. 
uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm curious to know. I, I don't think that is going to really change the the length of the game in general or make the... It, it increases the drama, I, I would say, as well. Like, the manager going out, is he going to change the pitcher or not? Like, mm-hmm. baseball is kind of all about drama, and by reducing that, you aren't really shortening the game. You're just removing some of the sort of like, is he going to do it or is he not going to do it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's see. There will be an all-star election day starting this summer where fans can determine the starting players of the all-star game with 24-hour voting. Nobody cares. Yeah, no, I... The, uh, okay, so what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to skip that one. Yeah. The Home Run Derby, this is another all-star game sort of thing. The Home Run Derby will now pay $1 million to the winning player. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, Congratulations to them in advance. Yeah. The the nice part about the Home Run Derby, though, and I bel- I don't know the official rules, but I think it is only for, like, players who are in their first three years or something like that. Like, oh, it's okay. supposed to be specifically kind of young players. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so one million could be, I mean, that's that's probably, like, you know, 2x your actual salary playing baseball or 3x mm-hmm. so it's pretty good it's not bad yeah giving giving a young player that much money though is probably a really bad idea but you know mm, mm, it's all right uh the commercial breaks during innings will be shortened by 20 seconds to two minutes i am all in favor of less commercials just because i don't like commercials so you know I- I guess that also speeds up the game, but I just want to see less commercials. That's my major opinion on this one. <laughs> well, and all this means is when you go and watch a game in person, mm-hmm. two, min- two minutes is like barely enough time for me to get out of the row I'm in and like walk up yeah. the concourse. And then, then I'm going to stand in line for another 15 minutes while they go through two more innings. And then I'm going to get back to my seat like two and a half innings later. Yeah. So just shortening it by 20 seconds doesn't really make a difference to that experience. Either. No, no, it's, it's entirely about like, it. Oh, 20 seconds. Breaks. Now I'm not going to have time to get another beer. Yeah. Got it. I need, I need to go take my trough trip yeah. and, uh, and get back in my seat before the next trough trip. That's not happening. Trough. Uh, <laughs> hashtag trough trip. Uh, <laughs> Position players will be prohibited from pitching in games that don't go into extra innings unless a team is ahead or behind by at least eight runs. Now, as you said, this is something that they do in extra innings when they run out of pitchers, but is this also something they do in games that don't go into extra innings? Because why would you do that? Uh, I've got to say, it's probably very, very, very rare. I don't. I don't know if I can ever remember the last time that that this w- would have happened. Mm. Um, yeah, right. o- other than like extra innings. I mean, it, this sounds like a spectacle. Maybe like they're, I don't know. Like they just mm. want to put a player in to pitch. It just seems dumb. Yeah, to that's. Me. I don't. Yeah, understand that at all. So good. Good. I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know why this needed. It's sort of like there. There is a whole idea of unwritten rules of baseball. We, we banned a um, thing you already weren't doing. Don't do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unless this is like in reaction to a very specific case that I'm unaware of. Uh, there, it probably did happen, but 
um, is to say like this this may be something that like caused a big old issue in baseball in 1993 and they're trying to not have that happen again or something. I, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, next one is committees will be, this is a long one, committees will be appointed by the commissioner's office and the union to formally discuss the game's economic concerns. They will study ways to make the free agent market more active they will discuss eliminating the incentive for teams from purposefully losing to gain top draft picks. We are right. They will explore efforts to prevent teams from manipulating service time that delays their top prospects from being called up to the major leagues. I don't. Okay, so I don't know how they in it in another way. I, I, I'll I'll just interject here. In another way, this basically sounds like they're trying to. They're trying to even out probably the salary cap for most teams. They are trying to add more players to free agency by shortening contracts. They're going to allow players to go straight from high school to the majors. And I don't know about the the purposefully losing, but that's kind of that's my interpretation of it. Yeah, that that one's weird to me because how do you do because that's how the draft works. <laughs> it's like the team that loses the most gets the first draft pick. So I don't know how you fix that without changing the whole structure of the draft, but whatever. Like, oh, if we prove that you purposefully lost, then something bad will happen. That, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how they would but even I don't do know. that. Uh, on the one hand, that's kind of an interesting strategy, like a meta strategy. Like, well, we're losing so bad in the season already, so just keep losing, and then maybe next year we'll do better because we'll get good people. Maybe. Maybe we'll just put our our center fielder into pitch starting right. in the first inning yeah. instead, and and so that way that way we lose all our games. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, that sounds purposefully losing to gain top draft picks seems absolutely ludicrous to to accuse teams of doing that. I wish I could purposefully lose and gain something in real life. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Oh. Boy. Anyway, <laughs> the the minimum time a player spends on the injured list will be increased back to 15 days from 10 days. So I'm going to guess that this is because maybe teams were manipulating the injured list to like they'd put people on the injured list and then they'd call up some other player. And now this makes that slightly less. um it makes it slightly harder to do because you can't juggle people people back and forth, I guess. Yeah, it, it makes it more worth it for you to call someone up. Um, it makes that a, a bigger decision, I guess. Right. Because you're going to be stuck with them for, you know, a maximum of probably, I don't know, 12 games, 10 games mm -hmm. uh, in a 15-day period. Um, you also are probably trying to make it so that players don't injure themselves again, I I, I assume. I don't know yeah. what types of injuries are, are happening, but it could be a number of different things. Likely, the concussion protocol is not going to be 15 days. That's probably going to be much greater. Mm -hmm. But for a normal sort of like, you know, right arm soreness or whatever, that's okay, 15 days. Which, mm, I don't know if this is going to be great. It, Increased back to 15, though, means that, you know, teams have probably dealt with this before. But I hope that it doesn't have sort of the opposite effect of, like, players not reporting that they're injured so that they don't 
go out for 15 days because that's a much bigger stint than they're they're used to. It could yeah, it could kind of backfire a little bit. I, I don't know if it'll it'll work that way mm-hmm. or we'll have any proof of that. But and finally, beginning in 2020, all teams will have a 28 man roster in the final month of September after having a 26 man roster the first five months of the season. So this is just that in the latter part of the season, they get an extra two players to, you know, strategize around, I guess. Yeah, and usually it's uh, folks in the bullpen. It's going to be people that they're adding for pitchers, specialty pitchers like I was talking about before, or, uh, you know, an extra rotation slot. Like they're they're going to have someone be a starting pitcher so that uh, they can... I don't know, pitch an entire game from the bullpen rather than, you know, utilizing one of their starters days, things like that. Um, You can be more strategic, like you said, sort of going into the last month of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, Some teams, though, and I I don't have the numbers off the top of my head. I'm woefully ignorant of this fact, but some teams have a 40-man roster going into the final month of September. Mm-hmm why or how that happens, I, I I feel like it is when they are guaranteed, like they become, uh, they clinch their division or they, they're, you know, guaranteed to go into the postseason. They're able to increase their roster to 40 to alleviate some of the starters from having to play literally every single game going into the, the end of September. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case. I, I would love to be corrected and, and actually understand fully that rule. Um, but this is sort of uh, standardizing that whole thing. Now you're only going to have 28-man rosters for that final month. N- not all not all teams. So this makes it slightly smaller. It does. It does make it slightly smaller. And it makes it so that the rest of the teams, even if you have clinched, can they remain uh, needing to make baseball decisions to stay, I guess, like as as tip-top shape as they can versus the other teams. You know, it's a little more, uh, like they aren't giving in um, and you've got, you know, teams still battling like they would have earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Try not to favor those other teams and give them 40 versus like, oh, I'm still on 26. Like, you're going to make my, my halfsy team, you know, fight your... Your big old, like, super deep roster team. And that's it. Those are all of the rules. Um, uh, It's a lot less than I had expected. I I think there was a lot more hubbub made of this uh, than than was really necessary. But um, I I don't know. Other than, like, the pitch uh, clock that we've already seen in some games um, and this, like, put a person on second base sort of thing for extra innings. Mm-hmm. I think most of most of these sound all right. Um, they don't seem out of left field, if you would. They're just uh-huh. pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I don't know how it's, or I won't really know how it was before these rule changes. So mm-hmm. it's a brave new world. <laughs> it is. Welcome to modern baseball where we're not changing that much, but everybody makes a big stink about it. Right. We've introduced new electronic bats. Uh, yes. Would love electro bats. Yeah. That does sound like a, a uh, 
minor league team waiting to happen, the Electrobats. <laughs> write that one down. Mm-hmm. 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 Speaking of uh, minor league teams, I think we've got ours. We do. For this Our episode. minor league team of the week is the Norfolk Tides. Um, their mascot is a seahorse with a trident. Um, what? On their... That is on their team logo and cap insignia, so you can click through to the Wikipedia article. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think it's well designed. Um, I don't know. You tell me what you think. What struck me, however, is their on-field mascot, which is a character named Riptide and looks sort of like Gritty um, if Gritty had been dyed blue. Or just, like, made very wet, I yeah, guess. like a wet blue gritty with a baseball for a nose. Yeah. And also, like, an infeasibly large rear end. Like, that, well, <laughs> that's a lot going on there. <laughs> that is a, that's a big, that's a big chunky baseball. The, yeah. The, the thing, the thing with these mascots, though, is that they, they basically wear a hula hoop inside their costume right. to one probably aerate like they need right. some space in there. You wouldn't want that there. close to your skin. That would just get oh, that would get sweaty. But very famously, um, the San Francisco Giants mascot does a lot with said uh, hips and and it's sort of like butt area during uh, intermission between innings and things like that. Mm. Uh, it's a lot of dancing and a lot of just sort of like thrusting. Um, it's it's a mascot thing, I guess, and I assume that Riptide does the same for the Nor- Norfolk Tides. Yeah, I would assume. It's this is it's very weird. Is like orange eyes. Well, the eyes yeah. aren't orange, but the eye surrounds are orange. White eyebrows. I don't know this. Hmm. It's very difficult to explain this character. You really are just going to have to look at the photo of it. The baseball for the nose is is something. Yeah, and just sort of like the dead eyes that yeah. are going on. Right. Too, just kind it looks of very d- earnest, deep. though. It is sort of, though, like a blink twice if you need help kind of thing. <laughs> You're right. Like, are you yeah. under duress? Uh, if you would love to get off the field right now riptide i'm willing to help um yeah it's it doesn't i i don't know the weather in uh in this area in virginia but i assume that uh it probably gets real sweaty in that suit and Mm -hmm. it just looks sort of like like I don't know, like Grover's melting a little bit, it like does, Grover doesn't in a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 really kind of strange. It looks like Grover has not been watching his uh, weight and kind of got out of control, and then he melted yeah. a bit. Well, you know, it, it, me, you, Grover, we all got to get on that new uh, on that new regiment. We do a new uh, workout regiment. A big ball, chunky time. Now I now I have to keep that whole conversation in because I referenced it. Uh oh. At the end of the show. Uh, well, mm. That's how it goes. This episode will just never air. Yep. <laughs> we, we've turned now into this will never air. Uh, I like the cap insignia of this. What are they called? The, the tides. tides. Yeah. The okay. normal tides. I, I guess. Yeah. I would have loved like tridents or. Yeah. I mean, tides is good. Tides is okay. Although I don't think of the tides being that um fearsome you know it's just kind of a normal thing 
It's not threatening that often. Very rarely does the tide actually cause major issues. So they rise. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of all sort of like the metaphorical things that you would do on a, uh, on a radio call for, for the tides. Right. The tides are rising. Tune in this Thursday. AAA International League Harbor Port Harbor Park in yeah okay uh, they've been I guess the farm team for your Baltimore Orioles hmm. since 2007. Interesting. Uh, prior to that, they were with the New York Mets for 38 years. You know, it's interesting. This uh, baseball team, the Tides, is served by the Tide Light Rail at their stadium. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel like this is a missed opportunity for like a uh, like a corporate sponsorship thing, mm. especially since they haven't really changed yeah. their name right in forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder who keeps their jerseys clean. Like, there's got to come on, right? I mean, it's like, come on. It, yeah. <laughs> it's it's begging to be uh, just the Norfolk Tide Ultra Stain release with color safe bleach. Yep, the uh, odor blasters um, are... And then their mascot could be a Tide Pod, and that would be perfect. You know that they had to have taken advantage of that, right? Like, mm. join join the Tide Pod. It's over here in left field, section 206. <laughs> right, that's, that's like where the most fervent fans are seated. <laughs> right. Uh, well, if you yeah, I go to every t- Tides game, I'm a member of the Tide Pod. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be that would be the perfect name for their uh, weekly show about the minor league team yeah. uh, that they've got. Tune in, tune into the Tide Pod. I'm just matching tie-ins where you could you could uh, make beer that's blue or orange or a mix of both. Hold on, wait a second. That's what Riptide colors are. Yeah, he's blue and orange. Those are also the colors of uh, the detergent. The namesake True. detergent. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we're missing the point here. Something's going on here. Something's... Yeah. Something's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna get to the bottom well, of it. No, we're, we're actually not. If you've got a uh, minor league team of the week that you'd like to suggest, you can do so by sending it in to us on Twitter. Uh, we are at baseline underscore show, or you can send it to us at uh, teams at baseline dot show. We'll get both of those. You can literally spell that however you like, including any other word apart from teams, and we'll figure it yep. out. Please so, yeah. send us teams you find at baseline dot show. Right. Thank you. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch. We've got something planned coming up here. I did, uh, in the meantime, purchase said game. Mm. Um, I'm getting real excited. It's going to be good. As I scroll through our messages, came in at $59.95 for their yearly release of this game, which is a lot. That's a uh, lot. For PlayStation. Yeah. But uh, well worth it, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in in the long run. And we can actually make that up by your contributions, dear listener. If you go to patreon.com slash goodstuff, you can sign up. We're going to start releasing uh, some extra innings play by uh, 
Andrew and I here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It'll include things like um, different potato products that are available in the Midwest. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? You'll mm-hmm. find out. Mm-hmm. That's right. And also why uh, Shake Shack is introducing a name-branded chicken product to their locations that has actually been co-opted by a vegetarian chicken product that has no actual chicken in it. Uh, tune in tune in for more over at patreon.com slash goodstuff. Now, Extra Innings is not entirely about food, but that is a frequent topic. At, at this point, I feel like maybe it's going to have to be. Um, but I promise we'll have some more fun stuff in there eventually other than food. there is plenty of other stuff in there other than food yeah that's true uh you can also reach us if you've got some topic suggestions our list is growing and uh, we didn't get to any of them today like we had planned to but uh we would love to hear them you can email those to us topics at baseline.show uh we'd love to hear your topic suggestions and of course any other feedback that you have about this show using electronic mail Please transmit a message to us. Uh, we have the following username and address. You've got mail. <laughs> Log on to AOL. Uh, open up mail. Use keyword baseline. Open a terminal. Uh, do a trace route. Hmm. <laughs> now you're beyond me. I'd say no, I don't understand any mm. of that. And head over to goodstuff.fm to check out some of the other great shows that we've got. This has been Baseline, and that's the ballgame. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or account of this game without the express written consent of goodstuff.fm is prohibited.